Welcome back, ladies and gents, to Breathing New Life, a podcast exploring and rediscovering new metal, past, present, and future. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. And I'm your other host, Tom. And we have missed you guys. It's been a hot minute. So uh, just been a, been a little bit busy and crazy with life. Um, I just got off of a fun episode with our boys in Roach Coach. Um, that's going to be coming out in August. I believe they told me that the episode is going to drop on August 18th. We did an album review. I don't want to give away any of that just yet. I will wait, or we will wait rather, until they've released it, and then we're going to share it on our page. Um, but it's, it was a good time. Those are some cool dudes. And Lauren and Matt, just want to do a quick shout out, thank them uh, for having me on their podcast. A lot of fun. Super cool dudes and a great recommendation by you, Tom, because I know that you have been following these guys for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I've been following them basically since uh, the early early days. And um, like, if you go back to one of their you know earlier episodes, like probably the first twenty episodes, you'll often hear reference to listener Tom, and that happened to be me. And uh, it's kind of funny. I listened to a lot of their early episodes, but then I I stopped and. A lot of those because they were doing an episode on, I believe, Soulfly, and they were also re- reading the Max Cavalera book, uh, My mm-hmm. Bloody Roots. And I was kind of like, okay, you know what? I'll I'll read that book and I'll wait until you know to listen to the episode until after I'm done reading that book. Well, of course, you know, just like many other things, um, uh, that. I didn't really finish reading that book, so I never really got back to listen to the podcast, that podcast ah. again until like, oh, uh, probably right before we actually started doing Breathing New Life. Honestly, probably when I started getting back into uh, listening to them again. And uh, yeah, if you go back to some of those earlier episodes, you'll you'll hear references to me. And uh, I think one of the biggest ones was when they were doing a review of Cold 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage. And I just like kind of made a, I, I, it was, it was a lot more heart lighthearted comment that I came across, but I'm, I think I just said something like along the lines of like, I don't give a fuck what you guys have to say about this, <laughs> this album. Like I, I fucking love it and all this shit. And then like, I think Matt at the time, Matt was like, uh-huh. guys, I think we lost time as a listener. <laughs> and, oh no! And like, you know, <laughs> but you know, five years later, I am listening to them again. I know I don't take, I didn't take anything like that. You know, like, but I, the thing is that they made the comment way after, like I erased, they made that comment, like after I stopped listening. So I didn't hear that, hear Matt say that until like many years later when I started catching right. up on their episodes. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I mean, take it lightheartedly or whatever, like, like that, but you know, you and I were both big cult fans. So we're pretty defensive about them. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'll say good man. <laughs> but other people have their opinion. Other people have their opinion. And in a weird way, they kind of, you know, they kind of lightened up to uh, Cold because uh, when their original third host, uh, Jenny, was on, she was getting married. And then Josh Toomey, he reached out to Scooter Ward and Scooter Ward left a voice message like blessing Jenny's wedding and all that stuff. So that, that was kind oh, of a no funny kidding. little. Yeah. So Scooter <laughs> Ward reached out to them, actually. So that was pretty cool. 
And so they kind of, you know, they kind of lined up about, about, you know, their opinion on, on them. They, they still, I guess, basically don't really care that much for cold in the first place, but they, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to, I, maybe I'm just kind of misremembering this, but like they, they kind of don't seem like care that much about cold musically, but they're, they obviously are cool that, you know, they think, you know, Scooter Ward's a, a decent guy and all that shit. So that's, uh, yeah. that's pretty cool and all this stuff. But yeah, that's, that's a little bit of my history with Roach Coach. Um, I've been reaching out to them before and all that stuff. And hopefully maybe one day I'll end up on that, on that podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out an album to review it together and all that shit. Yeah. There and you maybe, go. Uh, yeah. maybe one of these days we'll get them on we'll get one of them on here and we'll, we'll discuss some, some fun topics there. I, I really look forward to hearing the uh, episode. I'm going to wait till I hear that, that maybe get a little bit more details that, you know, weren't, were uh, kind of, Maybe didn't make it to the episode or anything like that, but we'll we'll see what it's like, man. I'm looking forward to it personally because obviously, you know, working with you on this and then also listening to to Roach Coach for so long, you know, I'm been uh, I'm I'm down, man. You know, I'd like to hear what uh, y'all have to say together. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely good discussion, and that's what I do like about them. I mean, they definitely just tell it like it is, and that's that's the whole point of doing these things. It's just when you're listening to music, you got you got to have your take on things. You can't just just say, "Oh yeah, everything's good," you know. Like, um, just really good insight on on the songs. They know their stuff. They know their history. I mean, we're talking about you know Ross Robinson's um, accident, and and I mean, for example, I mean just just like little things that you know only like real new metal fans kind of know about just beyond the music. So uh, super knowledgeable guys. Awesome. Had a blast. Um, and I'm hoping and told them that they're more than welcome anytime to jump on an episode and, you know, whether we do an album review or just any type of certain topic that we'll touch. Uh, so that'll definitely be fun. So uh, Tom, so last night, I guess you were out of town and I was, I didn't mean to, I, okay. I didn't Facebook stalk you. I just saw that you checked yourself in at a theater out of town. So you got a show last night or what were you up to? Um, so God, I don't know. Like, okay, so here's, here's the thing. Like, I don't know how much I, my girlfriend, it's, it's, it's a thing my girlfriend does. It's not like something I tell everybody does, even though she's not very um, private about it either. My girlfriend mm-hmm. is a, uh, it's basically a burlesque performer. Oh, and- okay. And it's more of like a vaudeville type of deal, almost like that. Like it's, you know, they are individual performances in, in a lot, typically. Oh, I mean, there are group performances. There was a duo that performed together last night. So, yeah, she, um, she, she, we went from Green Bay is about two hour drive away from my place, from where I live. Went up to Green Bay, Wisconsin and, and, um, went to, a, there was a, uh, what's called the Dark Arts Circus. And it was mm-hmm. basically a burlesque performance um, show. And yeah, my girlfriend had uh, two acts on, on there that night. And uh, I guess it is kind of funny that uh, you do bring it up because my girlfriend started a new act where she uses these um, like fire things. I don't know what they exactly are, but she bases on a on Akasha from, like, I can't see it right now. What was, what was it? Um, <laughs> Damn it! The thing that the the, the the movie that Jonathan Davis did the whole soundtrack for. Um, oh, um, I can't. I why am I fucking blanking? I know, and I know, I know what song. Or it is a. Uh, oh, oh, this is killing me now. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Why am I drawing a brain fart here? Um, God damn it! Why, Kasha? Oh, hold on. I'm just gonna because I know it's I gonna know. come up. Queen of the Dam. Uh, 
Queen of the Dam. Damn it. God damn it. How there did we I go. Forget about that shit. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I knew but, exactly what you're talking about, but I I was like, oh yeah, it's and then all of a sudden my my brain's like, nope, no, exactly. not right now, Jeremy. Forget it. <laughs> exactly. Huge brain freeze. So yeah, she has an act based on Akasha. She has an outfit that looks a lot like that. Like um Aaliyah's outfit in the movie and everything like that. So Oh, cool. She had this thing where she lights these she has some kind of basically like a fire act or whatever. And she lights these wicks and she walks around with them. And well, there was a uh, small incident concerning not being able to put out those fire that she started with them. And uh, yeah, that was uh, kind of crappy because because like she had like this fire blanket and like this wet towel and everything like that. And they weren't going out. And, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. A guy came up and had to take a fire extinguisher to, to it. And so, yeah, and in which, you know, anybody who's seen a fire extinguisher, like, it makes a mess. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a bit embarrassing for her that they didn't really go out, you know, get put out like they should have and everything like that. Luckily, she was the final act of the night, so there wasn't any kind of, like, worry of, of like, ending the show early or evacuating or anything like that. It wasn't, you know, a serious right. fire or anything like that. It's just... Yeah, she's just kind of uh, embarrassed about that, but you know, like, like no harm, no foul. Learn from it, you know. Make you know, make better um, arrangements for it and whatnot. That's pretty much what it comes down to. And yeah, so basically, what it came down to what what happened last night, and then and then driving all the way back down from Green Bay home, and just it's like a like I said, two hour drive. It takes a lot out of you uh, for just like a day trip like that. Uh, sure. Especially coming yeah. home later at night like that. And every fucking time, I swear, coming back from Green Bay or northern Wisconsin in general, it is fucking raining when we're leaving. It is it is shitty, man. Like, the last three times, we, we've been to Wausau, Wisconsin for a show, came back, it was fucking raining. The last time she had a show up in Green Bay, and it was fucking raining on the way home. And then fucking last night, same damn thing. It wasn't as bad last night, but it's still like mm-hmm. seriously dealing with the rain on all, you know, you know, and the, you know, these, these are highways and they are not very lit or anything like that. We're all highways like that. So yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, especially like late at night, you know, you're tired and then you got to slow down if it, if it's raining, you know, and it's dimly lit, you can't really see too far ahead of you. You're like, all right, I just want to get home, dude. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, it was just kind of just our luck, just another day. We're like looking at the weather. It's like, oh, yeah, everything should be fine. Okay, there was some rain during the day, scattered showers, blah, blah, blah. And then like, oh, okay, fine. We're, you know, whatever. We didn't think we'd have to deal with anything. But like literally as we were all ready to get going to get to leave, it started raining again. Yeah. Fun night. Yeah, like, <laughs> on, on cue. Yep. Just like always. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I feel on those long trips sometimes, man, like with me going down, if I ever go down to Tampa or back up on Interstate 4, it doesn't matter if there's weather or not, traffic always sucks. And there's always some huge backup and it's, uh, yeah, it's never fun. But, you know, it is going to be fun today. Well, we'll see if it's going to be fun. Segwaying into our next uh, uh, part of the show today. Um, there's been a, a couple of headlines that are coming out to where a few hip hop artists are kind of offering some newer material that's leaning into uh, the world of new metal, which is interesting. I found two. Uh, first off is somebody that's been around in the game for quite some time. Uh, Tech Nine, he recently came out with a song uh, called What? Um, 
WHAT. Uh, Metal Injection actually released this article online and the headline states, Tech Nine's new new metal single, What Actually Rules, and it features Hush and Kim Dracula. Uh, so really what I was thinking that Tom and I can do today is we're going to listen to this both together for the first time so that we get our just initial reaction to these because while the headline says that's good, the second one that we're going to do after this, which I won't say just yet, um, I don't think it's been getting the best reactions. So it'll kind of uh, be interesting to see how you and I feel, Tom, on on these. But uh, for anyone that doesn't know Tech Nine, this this dude's been around for a hot minute. I mean, he's been active since 1991. He kind of jumps around in genres, mostly hip hop, but it's also like rap, rock, hardcore, horrorcore. I guess as far as his rap delivery, it's like chopper rap, which they call, because it's like very fast, very quick, start, stop type of deal. Um, and he's had a lot of uh, a lot of history with rock and, and metal. Um, he released a rock rap album, Kibosh, in 2012. Did a cover of Manson's Beautiful People in 2016. And then he also did a collaboration with Corey Taylor for the song uh, CMFT Must Be Stopped. And that was just as recent as 2020. So it's not like it's one of those hip hop artists that like, OK, I'm going to try my hand in you know rock or new metal. He's He's been involved enough. It's just uh, it's, a, it's a new offering. And I thought it'd be kind of interesting to check out and listen to. But before we listen to the song, are, are you a fan at all of Tech 9 or do you have any familiarity with, with his music? Oh yeah, Tech Nine really comes it comes around Milwaukee the once a summer. Um and I've seen him two or three times now, I think. I remember one weekend where my girlfriend and I was early on in her when we were dating. We went to Hatebreed uh Thursday night, Five Finger Death Punch on Friday night, and Tech Nine on Saturday night. So we had like three shows in a row wow, there that yeah. we went to. Yeah, it was all at the same venue as well. So we, uh, yeah. So, I mean, my girlfriend's a big five, five finger death punch fan. So, you know, the big deal. She, she hadn't seen tech nine before. I don't think I've seen tech nine before that myself, but I could be wrong, but yeah, we went to tech nine and that year. And then when we went the next year, uh, we were supposed to go again, but I think we, uh, had to skip it through the other obligations. So, yeah, but yeah, we've seen Tech Nine a couple of times now. And it is, Tech Nine's, you know, very, actually quite a theatric, uh, you know, quite a theatric show and everything like that. It's like, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of amazing that the guy has kept up with it for as long as he has because they're not very, they, they, they are quite active shows and everything like that. I mean, if, if anybody's seen him, they, they know exactly what I'm talking about. He is quite active. Him and, uh, was it uh, Chris Calico? I think it is that the the guy that's usually his uh his side man on on most of those shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they both put on a pretty pretty big deal, a pretty big show together. At least the times that I've seen them, they were together. So yeah, I, Check Nine Man, he's a to me he he he's a legend. Uh, how's to put it? Yeah, I, I'd say he's got a very unique you know delivery with his cadence and and his style. Uh, I only have heard of him when I first heard of him. Cause my brother, he's a lot more into hip hop than I am. Um, and I think this is, we're probably talking like late nineties, early two thousands. And he played me some stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, like that's not too bad. Had I not had my brother introduce, um, this would have been brand new. I'm like, who's this guy? But, um, I I've known the name and I've heard tunes before from tech nine for, for quite some time. But like I said, he's, 
He's an OG, man. He's been around the game for quite some time. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into this. Again, the title of the song is What, which it actually stands for We're Hungry and Thirsty. So Tom and I are going to listen to the whole thing. We're going to give you guys a snippet, and then we'll be back and let you know what we think. So here we go. Okie doke. Tech 9 with W-H-A-T. Everyone levitates, I am a victim of your but I can relate to your late feelings are river great feeling assimilate sitting around when they masturbate You might the focus don't want to piss it right now Yeah, I don't know. That was uh, that that was a very abrupt end. <laughs> that's all I can say. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I I didn't. There was no like lead out or anything like that. There it's just all of a sudden there was just a rap and it just ended. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know opinion on that. Uh, there was I don't know who was who exactly uh, outside of Tech Nine. Uh, I don't really listen to much uh, Kim Dracula. I've heard like one or two songs with them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you like who's who in, in that um, it, 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 during their, during their verses or whatnot. The, it was, I mean, you know, it's a little, it's, it's one of those more darker styles that tech nine will sure. do every once in a while and everything like that. And it's, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it doesn't feel to me, as new metal, as more of it's just like kind of um, a more modern take on a horrorcore, which a lot of you could say a lot of horrorcore and new metal does have crossover. Like, right, you know, ICP had a lot of like new metal stylings in their horrorcore songs because they they would use guitars and stuff like that in samples in their tracks. But um, I don't know. It it's I wouldn't turn it off. That'd be deal. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of opinion I have on it in a way. I don't, Just one of those, like, like you're gonna need more listens to. Kind of, yeah. It's a more neutral opinion right now. Mm-hmm. I, um, there were some good aspects to it. Some of the uh, whoever else was was rapping there. I think in the, the second verse there was it was different, a little bit darker, or whatever, and everything like that. I like that, but um, also because just like the abrupt end of it, it was just like. Okay, that's that's it. It's over. Okay, fine. No, so man, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's I'm very neutral about it. That's gotta. That's what I gotta feel. What I gotta say about it because I don't think it it sucked. I just don't know that that's something I would necessarily truly go back to. Gotcha. Yeah, I and and for some reason I don't know. It's just sometimes, and I can't help myself, and I don't always do this, but when I, for example, I'm reading this from an article and I'm kind of reading a little bit about it, and I already kind of have in my head like the bar set to a certain degree. Um, I'm not saying that this song blew my expectations out of the water, but I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I thought it like might be just okay. Uh, but I agree with you to where, and of course, when they say like, it's the new, new metal single, I'm like, is this really going to be new metal? I, I think what it is, it's just, it's darker side of tech nine 
with a lot of new metal influence in the song. Uh, there's definitely touches of it. Uh, what I got out of it was kind of just with like the slower single note guitar, it, 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 with with the guitar effect and and the mood and the sound based off the guitar and bass, it had a little bit of like Linkin Park kind of vibes to it. But then obviously for the screaming chorus, that's not it at all. It's just like it was heavy. It's you know I'll show you pain. My blood is fire. Uh, that sounded cool. Like I did like it was like like this hard hitting chorus that I liked a lot. Um, but and then like like I'm I'm with you. I understand that there's this, you know, Hush and Kim Dracula are featured on this, but I'm not sure who did that second part where it's like that low register, kind of like that talking slash rapping. It almost kind of reminded me of like a Jonathan Davis approach to what he does on some of his songs. And then it gets heavier and it was borderline almost like a Jonathan Davis scat. So it's almost like a whole like Jonathan Davis kind of line, which was really cool, kind of paying tribute or showing influence from Korn on that. Um, Definitely dark, which I, I do like, and I know that Tech Nine does have that side of him, which is cool. Um, but I think in order to really call it like new metal, it just it needed more guitar. It lacked that where it had it. It was cool. Um, again, you know, they definitely brought it on the chorus. But yeah, the the abrupt end. That was the very first thing I was going to tell you as well. Is that I it just kind of cut off. So now I was sharing with Tom. It's just it's online. It's a YouTube clip. So sometimes with YouTube and their songs, they they tend to cut those early. So I don't know if maybe like it fades out in the album or or on the official release or maybe on Spotify. We'll have to check that out. But I got a feeling that's just where it ends. And it's like, oh, OK, <laughs> it just you weren't ready for it. Like the song was still going. Then all of a sudden, boom, it's just done. So. Yeah, the, the ending, if that's truly how it does, if it's that abrupt, like they could have probably worked on just smoothing that out, kind of fading it out or find another way to kind of end the song. But um, not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you where um, I, I like it. I, I don't think that I'm going to keep going back to it over and over again. I'll probably give this another few more listens. But um, yeah, it didn't suck. That, that's for sure. I, I actually enjoyed listening to it. So not 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 too bad. Yeah, it really felt like more just a modern, still a more modern rap, like underground style. Because like yeah. the the beat is not the beat does not feel new metal. It does not feel truly rock. It still felt like yeah. rap that is sampling darker, heavier music. You know, heavier styles of um, like sampling like higher, heavier sounds or whatever, heavier music sounds you know from yeah. rock and metal and whatnot so which is cool though um but i don't think it's truly as new metal as what the uh what metal injection is making out to be in my opinion right so there we go there's there's one of actually uh like three that we're going to touch on real quick the second one now this is one that i'm looking forward to and i'm not because I've heard it's not very good. Uh, Little Uzi Vert did a cover of System of a Down's Chop Suey, which he's titled CS, so short for Chop Suey. Um, and without even listening to it yet, people are like, it, it almost doesn't even sound like the same song. It's just, why did he do this? Um, he's kind of getting lit up on, on comments with this. Uh, but Little Uzi Vert, now I didn't hear about this guy until my 13... 13 year old son told me about it because he just that it's kind of like his style right now it's uh 
This is interesting. I didn't even know that these were genres. Emo rap, SoundCloud rap. Have you ever heard of those genres or are we just getting too old? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the thing is, I, I guess in a way I'm able to keep my finger on the pulse of music a little bit more than than um, maybe other people my age. I do follow and try to follow this stuff a lot. And I, I guess I guess also it helps to have like a lot of be around quite a few other younger people of different age variants or whatever. And like, yeah, this is not something new to me. I've heard this shit before, heard of this shit before, I should say. I haven't heard the 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 little Uzi Bird version yet, but I know exactly who he is. I know what trap and SoundCloud and they call it mumble rap and other crap like that. And yeah, it's it's not it's one of those things where yeah, I'm still like, okay, maybe I'm an old man and I just don't get it type of deal. But hey, it's it is what it is. But yeah, SoundCloud rappers, because obviously a lot of these rappers got their start just uploading their shit to SoundCloud and a lot where a lot of them get discovered and whatnot. But like it's it became a very common style of music. I mean, that's you know, that it's everybody's trying to ride each other's way of whatever gets popular. I mean, that's exactly what happened with new metal in general in the first place. I mean, it happens with every genre pretty much. That's how genres are created as such. So the yeah the trap that's another thing too like the, the the beat of the tech nine song it's very modern trap type of type of style but yeah this is this is this kind of evolves trap music and the whole mumble rapper thing all that stuff kind of all at once here i i know about these things but i don't like actually go out and seek out to listen to them i just i'm very aware of them that's about that's about what it comes down to Okie doke. Uh, here's a little Uzi uh, version of uh, Chep Suey. When the worlds are merged into one, you're forced to jump.
CS by Little Uzi Vert, Chop Suey. <laughs> Dude, you were cracking me up. So Tom and I are listening to this and just like throughout certain parts, I was like, ah, ah, what? I'm like, dude, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see. All right, dude, lay it on me. What, what are your thoughts with, uh, with this cover? Okay, the first thing that sucks right away is the fact that it doesn't sound like anything other than like a shitty like like record re-recorded version of the all the instrumentals of the original song there's yeah. just that's that's the first part you'll notice that first part when you listen to the fucking song and then in the beginning he's barking some weird crap i don't fucking know um oh. and the like okay so autotune is is actually a common tool used in trap music in the vocals yeah. and, and whatnot. And the, the way it's used here, it's, 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 it's practically comical. Like, is this a joke? Like the way you're trying to sing the chorus with the auto tune there, like Oof. It, it doesn't even, it doesn't even sound in any way, truly entertaining. It's, it's, it, it sounds like a fucking joke. Um, Fuck's sake. I don't know, dude. It's, I don't, cause I don't want to be one of those negative people that just shits on stuff, but holy fuck, dude, that was just everything. I kept, I, I, you, you kept hearing me make verbal responses to these parts of the song. And then it's like, must've been right before you heard it because I yeah. heard you make responses too, like that. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, what the fuck was going on there, man? Yeah. And I knew, holy I knew shit. it was, I knew it was probably over the same parts because we're like, what the fuck? Dude, um, yeah, weird auto-tune. And exactly, I understand with, you know, mumble rap and, and a lot of like the, the later or the most recent uh, hip-hop artists that they use that quite a bit, you know, T-Pain type shit. Uh, but yeah, like there's like this weird like bird noise in the beginning. Like he just makes like these random noises out of like, like just, just pops out of nowhere. Various like spots throughout the song where it's kind of like... What, what the fuck was that? You know, you have that. Uh, the first time on the on the chorus, like his approach in the tempo was off. Like it just it didn't flow well. He, he wasn't on top of it. And then he's just got this one weird random scream. He leaves parts on, going on with like no vocals. It's almost like he went to step out of the vocal booth, to go get a drink or something or use the bathroom, and then come back whenever he feels like it. It just it just sounds thrown together like it's not completed. Uh, you know, it, it's got the original music from System of a Down. And it's just, it's almost like as if somebody's at a karaoke bar, you know, and it's just somebody taking, taking a crack and just doing like karaoke over, you know, chop, chop suey. Um, I mean, dude, and, and I went back because I told you, I was like, give me one second before we come back to this. So the song is three minutes and 33 seconds. Okay. He stops vocals at 211. So it's like, he's only doing just a few vocals here and there. It's like, I'm sorry, dude. It's a half-ass attempt at this. And he leaves like the whole breakdown to the bridge, to the ending. You know, I'm, I'm like, dude, did you leave? Did you seriously leave the vocal booth? Or, you know, like, oh, you know what? Yeah, all right, I'm in about two minutes, 11 seconds. I'm done. I'm good. All right, yep, wrap it up. Call it a cover. Like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what was that? Yeah, that was... I, I have to side with the majority of reactions and comments I've seen online. Yeah, this this is not good. This is a really sad attempt at a cover. I don't know what to say. Um, like you said, it's, it's, it's like a really bad karaoke show. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I dude. don't even know what to say oh. anymore. It's just... It's just not good. It's just not good. I'm sorry, no, dude. It is no. not good. Yeah, I just I, I was kind of excited to check this out because sometimes it, it's one of those things like people liken it to like, oh, you're watching a train wreck. You just want to see how bad it can get. And um, yeah, this this basically met my expectations. I, I heard that it was not that great. Listen to it. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not feeling it. But um, there was a reaction from Surge on that. Which, of course, you know, anytime that somebody does a cover of your band, I would think that you see it as a sign of, like, respect and kind of, you know, props to your band. Because, obviously, that's part of the reason probably why they're covering you, because you made a good song. So, uh, Serge Tankian said, quote, covers are always the biggest compliment to artists and songwriters. So, he kind of, think, kept it very open-ended and didn't really kind of put his personal opinion on it. And poor, dude, speaking of which, just poor system of a down because you have this. And then this automatically made me think of something that was about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. Not, it hasn't not been that long ago, but do you remember when Machine Gun Kelly covered aerials? I wish I didn't, but yes. That was dog trash. Yeah. Dude, that was horrible. You know, and then Darren, uh, he was, you know, the guitarist, he was just saying like, oh, I, I just think it's badass when, you know, People just they they tried they try to put their own spin on it and you know what he 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 got him basically the way I read is it. like he did his best and I'm like wow man I mean and good for them for being nice about it because you don't want to trash on anybody that tries to put a spin on your music because like you know it, it's giving you respect but man that was horrible too like that was not good at all it's like you're not doing these guys any justice just. So for whatever band, okay, like this going forward, if any other band, and I'm, I'm just going to say it out there, I'm going to put it out there, and this is going to be time-stamped because you can always go back to our episodes, but damn it, if you're going to cover system, do it fucking right, please. Like, give them some justice. My God. System of a Down is a unique enough, eccentric, whatever kind of style mm -hmm. that they've carved their own sound into and everything like that. And when you do something like system of a down you gotta how do i put this you, you gotta just do it right because system of a down is system of a down they're you know part of new metal but like so many people be like oh system of a down is like their own genre like whatever like they they got such for for as popular as they are their their, their style is a lot more unique and, and against the grain than most other big bands that are as big as them yeah right mm -hmm. so when Absolutely. you are doing a cover from a band that is so much that stands out so much more from the, from the rest, you got to make it stand out right as well. You, if you make it stand out, you're, you're doing, you're doing something that makes it stand out right as well. You got to make it a style that like, I mean, I've, I've heard a cover of, um, shit, I forgot what it was, but there was a lot more conventional song style covers of system of downs. I've heard it in the past and you know, they're, they're, they're more conventional, you know, styles, but they're, they're done well. You know, you're taking right. a, a more, you know, out of, you know, what, what I said before, you're taking a more against the grain style song and turning it into a more conventional song. And it works that way. You know, if you take right. a, yep. something that's so off the wall 
and you make another cover of it, another version of it, and you make it off the wall, well, it's still got to be a good version of off the wall. There's a reason why System of Down's off the wall style works. You got to make that work as well if you're going to do it like that. That uh, you, you go even crazier with it or whatever. I don't know. It just, it just, you just got to make it work. Whatever it is, you got to make it work. Yeah. No. I mean, you you say that perfectly, man. Absolutely. Because, yeah, with system being so unique and and yeah, you almost have to kind of you know you don't have to do it tit for tat, but like within the same vein where. I don't know, man. Lil Uzivert just he he just he took a complete left turn on this. I'm like, what are you what are you doing, man? So yeah. All right. So I think it's safe to say that you and I are both uh we're not the biggest fans of this cover. And uh I, I don't think we're we're definitely not alone in that. So if you think that one's interesting, there's a band called Fallen in Reverse, and uh with a very controversial uh, vocalist in Ronnie Racky. Now, I'll be honest, I have not really listened to a whole lot of Fallen in Reverse. I have not followed these guys. I have not really followed Ronnie Racky. I do know that there was a lot of noise coming out of their camp um, earlier this year where um, I know that Spirit Box, they dropped off of a, of a tour package with them on it just because there's a lot of controversy revolving around uh, the lead singer because... He's, I think he just got out of jail and um, because I, I guess it was um, domestic abuse. He's kind of had some other accusations to where, um, I mean, it's some pretty bad stuff, dude. You know, abuse, rape, uh, transphobia. Just, and yeah, he spent like two and a half years in prison for battery from 2008 to 2010. So dude's got, you know, some some history behind him, which... Um, I know that's already going to put a sour taste in some people's mouth, but rightfully so, man. This this does not sound like the best guy in the world. So yeah, I guess, yeah, he's. I guess he's got whatever history allegations, whatever against him. But whatever, Falling Over still has a shit ton of fans. They have they, they, there's something about their music and the history in metalcore that they stand out for whatever reason. I have listened to him before. I mean, obviously. As I've stated before, I'm also a pretty big metalcore fan. I'm, I'm not as big into like the second wave metalcore as I am into like the earlier stuff. But yeah, yeah, me you, too. If you listen to metalcore, you're going to listen to you're going to hear all these different kinds of bands. Period. Right. So mm-hmm. you know you're going to hear Falling Reverse, and obviously up here in Wisconsin, there was some controversy over them having to cancel a show last minute because our laptops got freaking stolen and shit like that. So yeah, that they're 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 riddled with some level of controversy at almost any point in, t- in time. So, yeah. I, I've never really been a fan, but I know of them and hear them and all that stuff and here and there, whatever. But uh, just... Now we're talking about their take on Last Resort. Uh, that obviously being the big breakthrough hit for Papa Roach. Yeah, so so this is what they call a reimagined version, and I have heard this already. Um, I'm not sure if you have, but this was since since we're kind of on the topic of people taking their takes on you know new metal, and and this is the second one in a row to where somebody's trying to cover a pretty popular number one hit from back in the day. Um, it, it's piano and it's it's slower. Um, I yeah I I think I'm just gonna leave I'm just gonna set that up right there and not say anything because I want to get your initial reaction after this. Uh, yeah, so Fallen in Reverse, Last Resort, Reimagined, 
We're going to give this one a listen and we'll be back with our thoughts on this song. Uh, just so you know, Jeremy, I've done everything within my power to avoid this at all costs. And now my back's up against the wall and you're making me listen to this for this episode. So hooray, man, you broke me. <laughs> uh Oh, what? Oh, oh, you were, you, you were trying to avoid this one. Yeah, I really had, because I, I really do love the original so much. I mean, for as like looking back as whatever corny of a, song it might have been in a way otherwise i just uh-huh. have such fond nostalgic memories of that one i just have wanted to avoid hearing anybody else's cover of it and now this one has gotten so much gotten so much attention all that stuff and now it's like okay fine we're gonna listen to this for the episode so yeah. hooray hooray jeremy sorry you know. dude i know hey i love last resort too i'm a pop roach guy myself so all right, yeah, let's uh whew, I, I I apologize, man, but yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna get, we're just gonna persevere through this. <laughs> Not listen, we're just we're gonna persevere. <laughs> here we go. All right, here we go. All right, so there we go. Falling in reverse, last resort, reimagined. And I know, yeah, I'm I'm taking a nostalgic song, one that you know both you and I like a lot. Uh, earlier, Papa Roach absolutely loved. Yeah, this one's different, man. Uh, yeah, give give me your take on it. I'll be honest, I wanted to hate it more than I did, but there's the thing is that stylistically, I think it fits. I think it works, but I do not like Grinding Radicals. Ronnie Radke's Ronnie Radical Ronnie Radical would be a lot cooler name than Ronnie Radke sadly sounds like a punk but, um, name <laughs> yeah I know exactly um, Ronnie Radical Radke's um, like his attempt you know with melodic vocals or whatever it just uh, with cleaner vocals or whatever it, I do not like it I do not enjoy it I think that's part of the reason why I just don't enjoy falling in reverse in the first place mm-hmm. um, I just that's the thing. It, the vocals are pretty much what takes me out. There's some other things instrumentally I think would have been better takes on it. I like the stylistic approach to it, though. That's the thing. I do actually think the stylistic approach to it isn't too bad. Seeing a similar thing with uh, Miley Cyrus doing a cover um, of Closer by Nine Inch Nails, I believe. I think it was Closer. But she did a cover. She did a Nine Inch Nails cover in a, in a more melodic, poppy sense and everything like that. Mm-hmm. This is just one of those scenes where honestly I could I could live through the first two thirds of it, but when they did the bridge and outro and his raspier like yeah. attempt at, at clean vocals there, like it's just it just does not work, does not fit for me. I was not happy with, with it the way it was going out. I just no, I just don't I, I don't like that. Um yeah, I I like I said, I not gonna deny that I wanted to hate it more than I did at first, but I really was disappointed with it overall. It's the classic song that actually really could have fit this better stylistically. Uh, I don't think whatever it was, you know, 
with Rodney's vocals just did not truly work for it at all. It it took me out of the song and I could not quite stand it at when I heard him try to do a lot more the um the belting out yeah. parts and everything like that. And with his raspier kind of vocals there, it just it took me out. It it really didn't work for me there. It just it just didn't work. Yeah, I'm 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 on board with you with that uh, for sure. And it just I think it's always a challenge when you're trying to sing a rapped part, let alone you're slowing it down and you're changing the whole kind of mood and feel of it. And it just I don't know why and and I I might be in the minority on this take, but it's just like the lyrics and 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 the and the tempo and the vibe of the original version and to do it this way, it just doesn't I don't know. It just doesn't fit for me. Um, I'm not saying that if they were to do a cover, they have to do it exactly the same. But I just don't know if like really slowing it down and just making it like epic with the piano and the strings. I Maybe for another Papa Roach song. Um, I just don't know about Last Resort. But in all that, I will say that I will give them credit for really kind of thinking outside of the box. I think it was a creative attempt and approach at a song like that. And to kind of, you're covering it, but at the same time, making it your own. Um, I, when I, you know, think of another band that did that, which I was really impressed with, uh, was love and death's cover of Devo's whip it, um, where yeah. it doesn't even sound like that song, but it's the same lyrics. And it was just kind of cool. It was just like, it, it's like if Devo was just like dark and heavy, well, there you go. Like that's, that's it. And, I guess I'm I'm a little bit biased because you know I, I love Love and Death and and you know big uh, fan of Brian Head Welch, but with this I, I'll, I'll give them I'll give them a lot of credit for making it their own and really trying to be unique about it. But I just don't think that this was the right Papa Roach song to kind of put in that style. I guess and that's that's where it really didn't get to me too much. And then yeah, like the raspiness, it was just like a little bit like forced over the top. Wasn't really feeling that towards the end as well, so I'm I'm right in agreement with you on that. So, yeah, I, but it's uh, like I said, I'll give credit because I wanted to hate it more than I than I really did, but right. just wasn't up to par too for me. It just I just was still disappointed with it overall. And uh, yeah. just for anybody yelling at me, you know, through the yelling at the podcast for me, uh. The cover, the Nine Inch Nails cover that Miley Cyrus did was uh, had like a hole she did for an episode of Black Mirror, which I knew that, but I couldn't remember exactly which song it was. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of correct myself on that. Ah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, some interesting releases. Uh, they're all tied to new metal in one sense. It's not necessarily new metal bands doing newer stuff that we're covering on this episode, but it's people having kind of essentially their take on it, which... It just seemed interesting that all three of those songs came around the same time. I'm like, this is enough for a solid topic to to go over, listen, because uh, it's it's all over right now with with the um, online music publications. People are talking about these songs, so thought we'd get our take on it. Um, but do you had anything else uh, for this song, or are we looking to move on to our our next thing here on our episode? Yeah, I want actually. I really just really want to move on already, Jeremy. Please, can we just get away from this topic? <laughs> Let's know, move man. on to. Discussing our, our friends in Element 80. Yes, sir. They released a new album titled AD. And um, yeah, like, dude, I, I did get to listen. I believe I listened to the whole thing. I had to find links on YouTube and listen to them while I was driving uh, up to Green Bay. And actually, I, I mm -hmm. think I was listening to a couple of songs on my way back as well. So yeah, 
uh, let's uh, start a little discussion on that. Yeah, so AD, it just came out. Uh, it's 10 songs, so it's around, the length of it's about 31 minutes, 34 seconds. Um, cool little album. Like I know that fewer and fewer people now have hardcore or hard copy of albums in the album art, but you can see it online and, and on Spotify. But it's interesting because like the theme AD, if you look at like their debut album where it's got the periodic table and they're just kind of just sitting up against the wall. Well, and that's all like in gold and yellow. The AD one, it's just red and like hints of like black and gray and it's a bunch of skeletons. So it's almost just like, I don't know. It's just got to, it, it's interesting that a contrast from now from the uh, initial album that they came out with. Literally like almost 20 years ago now, because yeah, the album AD, the self-titled, uh, it's actually their second album, by the way. But um, oh, the I'm second sorry. Studio, yeah. It's technically it says it's their second studio album according to Wikipedia here. But yeah, it's uh, it came out in October of 2003, so it's almost literally 20 years later. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, so they had you know the the, the self-titled album followed by the Bear in 2006, and then we didn't hear anything until uh, Ego, which is about maybe a year and a half ago, I want to say. And we actually played it on. I, I think we played it on one of our episodes. If not, we definitely talked about it. But mm -hmm. yeah, so so 20 years ago, and of course, whenever you have bands that take a long hiatus and they come back, there's a couple of things. Obviously, number one, you get older. Secondly, is it really the whole band or is it just one guy with a bunch of younger guys and he's just one person writing the music and it just doesn't have the same feel and then also it's like you know do you still have it do you still have your your sound your your touch to it um i think that they did i mean they got everybody back in the band when we interviewed um the guys uh last year you know they're saying that they're all they're all together they made some phone calls they wanted to do it and honestly, man, when I'm listening to all 10 of these tracks, like they haven't missed a beat. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed this album. Um, I think that there's, you know, as far as like super strong slash um, radio or, or kind of hits, like I'd say out of the 10, there's there's three of them. My favorite, I'd have to go, it's towards the end. It's a dying day. It's it's just what element 80 does best they 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 get like heavy chugs and it's heavy but they they, they seamlessly go in the heavy and the melodic and uh i gotta say like they just have like this soaring chorus like just just like this very big open and it's it's the my favorite hook out of the whole album like it's a really really strong chorus but they have that they also just they they, they showcase a lot of good melody and a couple of the other songs like you know radio silence got uh good melody to that and then i mean you're not missing out on the heaviness, man. The final track, Mountain. I mean, that, Jesus, that, that's a brutal track, dude. Like, they they throw down on that one. So I was very, very impressed. So they have not lost their edge. They sound, you know, they sound like Element 80 to me. And and I say that in in definitely a, a highest of compliments um, because, like I said, there's some bands when they take so much time off, they come back, you know, like, well, it's good that you guys are back, but, like, you just don't have it anymore and i still feel that they've were able to kind of capture who they've always been and and haven't missed a step um so for whatever songs that you listen to what would be your favorite track what are your overall thoughts on the album so when i was listening to the album through uh, as best as i could at least all i could think was like this is i'm an 80 true to form those are the words that just came to mind when i was i was thinking about this this is this is just true to form this is genuinely sounding like um, 80, 20 years ago. 
like not skip a beat. And it's kind of funny that their album cover is so much just like the 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 album cover of uh their self-titled because yeah. it sounds mm-hmm. like that album part two. Now that may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing to some people. I don't know. If you're a fan of that first album, like a really big fan of that first album, there's nothing here you're gonna truly dislike compared to that first album. It's it right. sounds like this was like a double disc type of deal. It sounds so much like what came with a very first album. And I got to say for me, I really liked radio silence. The first time I heard it, I, I was like mishearing the lyrics. And I thought it was a song about vampires because it, there's like the part of the song goes, they like, they don't know that the, the silence kills us or something like that. But I thought they were saying they don't know that the sunlight kills us. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. what? Like, like are they supposed to be uh, vampires on the cover or something like that? There, um, yeah. Just, <laughs> it was just me mishearing lyrics, and it was kind of funny the first time I was hearing it, and I misheard it like that. But then again, like there's a whole thing with like maybe it was on my mind because my girlfriend's a cash act and all this shit. I don't know, but it was. Um, I think I think that one the uh, the way that that chorus goes actually really does hook me. So. I, I like that one a lot. I went back to that that one a couple of times. And yeah, it's just every song sounds like element 80 being element 80. Not much like it it's it, it's it's really a truly a callback to their sound in the self-titled album. The one that where yeah. they got obviously so much attention with um I wasn't the name of the damn song. Um Broken Promises. So yeah, Bro, it yeah. really fits. Mm-hmm. It really fits. And if you're a fan of that song or a fan of anything from the from that quote unquote second studio album, self-titled album, then yeah, definitely go out and listen. Go out, check this. Go on Spotify and shit like that, and check this out. It's it's a really good album, I think, front to back. I think if you enjoyed Element Eighty twenty years ago. You're gonna enjoy this album here too. Yeah, D- didn't uh, didn't miss a beat. Didn't you know, lose any, any edge, like I said earlier. Um, yeah. And, and I agree with you, man. Radio sounds definitely a good one. Um, I like that whispery singing verse that he does. It reminded me of, um, kind of like that band red. It kind of had that same oh, yeah. kind of, kind of vibe and feel to it. And then at the 226 mark, I had like a nice little breakdown that kind of just change it up a little bit. Cause you know, it was kind of like mellow, a little bit slower, but then like that breakdown kind of like add a little edge at the end. Um, but just solid song all the way through and yeah, just, just a fantastic effort. So, um, yeah, we, we definitely recommend that you guys check it out again, element 80, 80, uh, 10 wonderful songs for you to listen to. So yeah, definitely good stuff. All right. Well, um, let's see here. We got another topic here. You put, how much time do we, we're only at a little over an hour and we're recording here at this point. Uh, so yeah, if we want to talk a little bit more, we, uh, I was going to say there is a, there was a post on Facebook, uh, from your old band. Uh, well, not from your band, but somebody posted the video from Trustfall by yeah. Stark, you know, your old band and everything like that. And there's, um, you know, some comments and discussion about it. A lot of them positive, by the way, you know, you really, should be uh obviously you are proud of yourself otherwise, but you should be happy that people still talk about your vocals and all that stuff from the from Stark and whatnot. And so just if you want to discuss that a little bit, because I'm curious, did you get to talk about your 
your band history and all that stuff with the Roach Coach guys? No, not really. Um, I was just more focused on our podcast and the history. So I kind of talked about how we first kind of connected online when I was in New Era towards the tail end of, of that tenure and how uh, I took a break. We were discussing back in 2015. You actually brought up the idea of doing a podcast and then yeah, just just, you know, it just never came into fruition at that time. I joined Stark, quit and came back. So I, I didn't really kind of touch upon Stark, but really what it was. And and yeah, by the way, like just seeing all the comments, um, you know, thank you both to New Metal Garage and New Metal Forever for both of them, you know, posting it. It's funny. Uh, they did call it Tempt, but that's actually Trustfall. So uh, wrong title on it, but it's all good. Uh, it's still appreciative. Was Temp the name of the album or was it just the name of another song? Well, no, the, the name of the song is Trustfall, but they put Stark Temp. So um, it, Temp is another um, single or not single, but okay. another song that we have on, on that album. But yeah, because Communion was the name of the album. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was called Communion right now. I yeah, yeah. So, but no, somebody, there were there was a couple of people that are saying like, wow, you guys were here today and gone tomorrow. What happened? So I thought I would just go ahead and just touch upon it real quick. And it's 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 fine. Um, so as anybody that is familiar with New Era, Ryan and Jay, they were in New Era with me. And Jay wanted to start up music again because we all kind of just did our own thing and just were just doing stuff in personal lives. And he just randomly hit me up and he teamed up with no self's uh, Justin Dabney. So they were making some music and I just didn't know if I really wanted to kind of get back and, and do music anymore. I just, I didn't have the motivation. I had writer's block. Um, so it was presented to me as this kind of like side project because Dabney was still very active as he still is in no self. So they were kind of pitching the idea that I would do vocals. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, maybe I'll just do a guest spot. And then one thing led to another and uh, we started recording and it was just fun doing the songs and we're having a good time. And really for me personally, I was just letting the guys know like, look, man, I'm getting older. You know, I got kids. I got other things that I'm a little bit more focused on in life. So I, I can do this, but like, I'm not going full throttle. I'm not... I'm not looking to tour. I'm not looking to dump all kinds of money into this because being in a band, it does cost money. If you want to really get your stuff out there and you want to, you know, play out of town shows, it's it's not cheap. Um, so that was kind of the part of it. Um, and so that was kind of the agreement. But as things kind of progressed, I can tell that Jay was looking a little bit further down and he went a little bit more and kind of really, really push it. To where I just, I, I, we weren't seeing eye to eye on that. That's not what I necessarily agreed to, which is fine. I mean, I, I don't want to hold him back. So that's essentially why the band broke up is just um, there was some differences in approach to songwriting. I've just been used to writing my own songs and doing my own lyrics and things of that nature. So um, I, I guess I'm just stubborn in my own ways. And, and they were like, well, let's try to change this or do this. But I'm like, I've been a singer this whole time and I've done my own thing. I'm not looking to like really worry about changing up too much stuff. So it was just, you know, um, mutually just disagreements with that. And also I knew that, okay, this is not just a side project. Like Jay really wants to kind of take off and fly. So I just bowed out and I said, Hey man, it's been fun, but I'm just, I'm just done with it. So, um, you know, it, it was a shame. I, it would have been fun to do just for fun, but you know, no hard feelings or anything. And then, you know, now he's 
doing everything with Dark Divine and he's out touring and they're signed to a label. So he gets to kind of pursue it and that's, you know, good for him and that's what he still wanted. But, um, you know, I'm at peace with everything. It was it was fun just to kind of go back and do it again um, because I think it was a solid five or six years between New Era and Stark. So, and, you know, also the opportunity to play with Dabney because No Self, not only are our boys that we love playing with them, but they're one of my favorite local bands around here. And I've always you know, looked up to Dabney. I always liked his his style and, and his riffs and his songwriting. So just an opportunity to play with both of those guys, you know, really talented guys, not to mention Ryan and then, you know, Dan behind the drums. Uh, it was just good to be around some really talented dudes, but um, it just ran its course, even though it was, it was short-lived, it was fun, but that's that's why we're not around anymore. So um, that's, that's pretty much what I wanted to kind of get out and let people know, because I've seen a couple of those comments either on like YouTube videos or, or on um, those those chat discussions in the group. So that's pretty much uh, how it went down with Stark. Yeah, it's it's like, man, because um, I was super hyped when I found out that you were doing vocals again and everything like that. So uh, for a short lived, it was dude. It's, it's it is some really good music. Everybody should be checking it out. Like really good. Like not super like deep into new metal but like very more like a mature new metal style yeah and that's what that's also kind of how i saw new era as well it was like new metal that was a little bit more mature it was but you guys but new era was just not right place and time type of deal like nobody was really giving new metal the chance that they, that they are now so exactly yeah <laughs> but yeah dude hey dude you know i'm um, for one thing, I'm I love the fact that I'm doing this podcast with you because I'm such a huge fan of your vocals and everything like that. Anyways, I, like everything that I've heard you do, I've enjoyed. So yeah, thank you, man. Yeah. And so like it's it, it's like it's a bittersweet thing, obviously, knowing that I get to work with somebody that I am a fan of, but knowing that you're not really doing anything actively with 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 regards to that as well. Hmm on the record off the record whatever you want to say do you have anything that you want to share in regards to any possible projects in the future at all or or anything like that or do you think you're just too busy for that right now um i mean i I think really for me i can find time now it's a little bit easier because my youngest he's not so little anymore i mean he's five so he's still a handful but there was a period in time especially when i was doing stark i was like i I got a young guy you know i got a little one-year-old boy and it it takes a lot of time and you don't get a lot of good sleep and just life's a little chaotic man you know with kids so um i I think really with me it's just more of motivation and just trying to kind of get back in that thought process and and kind of overcome the the writer's block because when i was younger honestly dude like and you got to think about it too, like being like your early to mid twenties, you have so much to talk about. You have so much to say. I'm not saying that I don't have anything to say, but just kind of where I, I, I could easily express things and where I'm at at life. I mean, what am I going to talk about? Like how my kids don't clean up the room. You know? So like, I got to get a little bit more creative. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm a boring old man, but like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm older now, but, uh, as far as projects, um, I, I, there's some people that have kind of talked to me. It's just more of a wait and see approach. Um, and like, I, I think I've told you this before. I don't know if we had this on an episode or just talking after we're done recording, but I'm gonna just kind of focus on maybe if I can just do 
one recording here or there and just kind of mess around. I know that Matt Johnson's still in town. Um, I love working that guy. That's the guy that produced uh, all the Stark music. And I loved working with him when it came to, you know, working on, on the, the vocals. And, and he's a good kind of, um, he has got a great ear and, and he's got a good way of just kind of getting you to how, where, where you need to be as far as like, you know, there's times where I would just, I'd be talking, like doing like a verse and he's like, oh, well that was flat. I'm like, how could talking be flat? It's not, I'm not even singing, but like he would find like little things to kind of fine tune and, and really get the best out of you. So to work with him again, if, if I could do that, um, that would be great. So it's, it's a wait and see approach, but definitely um, if, if something goes down, I mean, Tom, obviously you'll be the first to know, and then, you know, maybe we can share it on here, but until then, um, just, just chilling and enjoying doing this pod with you, man. Right on, right on. Hey, dude, you know what? I'm going to freaking say it, like encourage you to keep, you know, I, I hope one of these days, cause I think even if you do do just a song here and there vocals for somebody or something, some song here and there. You know, if I get my fucking shit together and work on my music again, you know, we could do something. But like, I, I do hope that there's something because it's one of those things where as as much of a reaction that people that your vocals get from from fans and everything like that, it's, it's, it sucks to hear that. I'm not sure I'm ever going to hear that again, but there's you're, you're it's not like you completely give it up on music or anything like that. So there always is some possibility here. We'll yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like the door's open, but I just, it, it's got to be at the right time. And, and I got to just kind of have, like I said, and I know this sounds horrible. Some people are like, how can you just lose motivation? And I, I don't know. It's just like, I kind of do sometimes. So if, if, and that's what I'm thinking, if I just do like a song here, a song there, it's not a full commitment. Like, I'm definitely not looking to get back in a band again. I mean, it was great. I loved it. I have so many life experiences and and I don't regret it one bit. That's why I'm here in Florida. It's because I moved out here as a kid and, you know, chasing a dream and and now this is my home. So, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of great stories along the way, but you know, it's just where I'm at in my life and, and you know, I'm at peace with that. And that's, you know, doing this podcast, like I was telling you, this is another way for me to kind of get creative juices out and, and to do something that's related to music. So it's never going to fully leave me, you know, um, but yeah, so so we'll see. Um, it, it just it's got to be right place, right time. And then if it is, then yeah, man. Um, but we'll we'll see where it goes. But right on, so right yeah, on. just just want to kind of touch up uh, on that. And then again, guys, thank you. You know, again to New Metal Garage and New Metal Forever for for sharing that and getting that sent out. Um, oh, New Metal Forever is a. Uh, I was gonna say New Metal Forever is a Facebook uh, group that is obviously all about New Metal. So that's where you. Um, where that came up or whatever. It was a post in that, in that Facebook group. Yeah. And what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah. New Mel garage is, I believe is a page ran by the admin of new Mel forever. So that's kind of how that ended up being in that post. In that right. Group. And so, uh, yeah, Dev, you know, Dev, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Oh, I was going to say the thing that sucks too, is it also like kind of bounced it back to the roach to talk about roach coaches that I did have reached out to them before. Send them messages. I believe it was either through Facebook or Instagram at the time. I messaged them through both, but I actually have messaged them with like links uh, to New Era, No Self, and Stark. You know, so but I never heard them actually go over it on any of their episodes. And I was hoping that maybe with you being a uh, a guest host on there, that it would uh, it would have gotten a chance for 
other people that have heard those songs as well. I mean, not just because I'm not just talking about, you know, your projects, but also like our boys in No Self as well. Because I think really sure. get, get some of the people on Roach Cook to hear No Self would have been awesome. Well, you know, they, they did take um, a recommendation from the guys in Steppa for um, that song Ravioli for my boys in No yeah. Future out of Denver. So I'm sure that, and plus, hey, we got their we got their emails over to Roach Coach. So I'll definitely try to share the No Self love. I mean, yeah, we definitely have some songs. And it's funny because um, I see that we tend to kind of release the same type of not like, you know, blind listens or music reviews. We tend to do it at the same time. Like we'll do the, the same kind of band and then a couple of weeks they'll do it and vice versa. And, and it's not even like we're trying to copy each other. It's just like, we just happen to like talk about it around the same time, which is kind of cool. So yeah, it's just coincidental timing mainly. I mean, but it's, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, we kind of had a similar thing with um, days of the new where they talked about mood ring and one other band. I forgot who else, but they, they had an episode where they kind of talked about, two songs that we actually features as, as, as blind listen. Yeah. I, I think loser might've been another one. If I remember correctly, loser mood ring, or it was, it was another one, but yeah, it, I was like, Oh, I was like, dude, we were just talking about those guys. Yeah. So all good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, man, um, if you're ready, let's, let's go ahead and close this out with a blind listen. If, if you're down for, I, I, I know your ears are probably getting tired after a couple of those bad songs, but <laughs> man, Oh, hopefully this is something I uh, enjoy as well, or enjoy this time instead. I should say, we've had uh, yeah. a couple of last couple of ones have been pretty cool. Yeah. So, so to set this up, uh, the blind listen today. So, have you heard of a band called Purity? Does that sound familiar? I've heard of Purity Ring. That's a totally different kind of thing. Uh, Purity Ring oh, is yeah. there. Purity Ring. There's <laughs> like they're like a EDM uh, group or whatever EDM yeah. act. Yeah, but. Um, no, I don't know. Uh, I think there are an EDM, whatever. I think there's some, there's some kind of dance music, but yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought know. you were going to talk about like what an actual purity ring was. You're like, well, what a purity I know what ring a pure, is. That's I know all laughing. <laughs> I know that too. Yeah. No, but there is a, there is a, a, a electronic music act. I believe they're electronic music. I could be wrong. Like I want to look it up. Let's say purity mm-hmm. ring group, whatever band. Yeah, what is, let's see, on Wikipedia, they are electronic pop band. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, okay. pretty much right. Electronic pop band. And yeah, so I've heard of Purity Ring, but I'm just making fun of that because they've been around for a while. They've been around since 2010, it says, so I've heard of them. And uh, oh, okay. but no, Purity, just a band called Purity, no. Um, I'm assuming nice. they're probably not anything alike, but yeah, let, let's get, I'll, I'll give it a listen, whatever it is. You set it up. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So, and and my guess is, and I'm not sure, but I'm wondering if maybe they got purity from the Slipknot song, or they just thought it was a cool name. Either way, I like it. But uh, they're another band from Vegas, like uh, my boys in Allura. And really, just to kind of set up the stage, they they're, they're described as having like a blend of new metal with metalcore and hardcore. So it's almost like a new core. But I think the song that I picked, it's very new metal. And when you watch the video, Tom, it, it's, it's got to take you back, man. I, I think it really has got, they capture like that old school new metal vibe and um, they're signed to static era records. And this song is called mirrors and it's off their album Reanimus, which came out in 2021. So it's fairly new. They have some newer releases, but this is the one that kind of grabbed me that I liked a lot. And I think you'll probably dig as well. So uh, let's go ahead and just jump into it, man. Uh, Purity mirrors. All right.
All right, video just ended for me. Uh, All right. <laughs> Purity yeah. mirrors, man. What, what, what are you thinking? Well, it's just kind of funny, like watching the video, the intro and all that stuff. And the senior here has a freaking white pony tattoo on his cheek, Hell just like the guy yeah. from <laughs> just like the guy from Mood Ring. Um, True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just that, 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 they really kind of funny coming off. Um, the vocals started off like smooth and all that stuff. It was mostly smooth with the vocals. And I was a little bit thrown off by that. I thought it was going to come off a little bit harsher. Mm hmm. In this, like you know, with the style of it, but it's like I don't know, like I almost want to say like cold cheaper meets orgy somehow. Well, not really so much electronic music to it, but I don't know how else to put it. But it was the vocals, a lot, of, a lot more smooth vocals with that than expected. Mm -hmm. I I think it was fitting, though. But it was very much a something you would have heard in like from a a band in like '98 then than today yeah oh yeah like somebody was trying to, to make new metal today but it was I, I didn't hear much of like any kind of like new core stuff i think that was it was actually very much a new metal style but it was something from like that like 98 to 2000 era band that it doesn't make it big because they don't have rap vocals in it but they are definitely influenced by the same style of music as other new metal bands of the time but they just don't pick up. There's another band that I, I can't wish I could think of. There's so many other bands that I've listened to that were very much like C C C and D tier like new metal bands that never yeah. took off. Mm -hmm. But you know, people have spread their music around or whatever, so you've heard them. But they just never really took off. The same style of new metal from that era, like right before, like say, like Linkin Park took off and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I hear. That it's a very nostalgic sound, uh, and it just kind of reminds me. Like instrumentally, it's kind of starting to remind me a little bit more of, say, Cold Chamber or something like that. But the vocally, they're just—it's mostly smooth. There is, you know, a little bit of of um, harsh vocals in there as well. Uh, mm -hmm. It's mostly a smooth boy, I guess, as uh, Roach Coach has, has said before. A lot, I love talking about Roach Coach right now. <laughs> they, 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 they use the term smooth boy, and uh, that's pretty much what it, what most of the uh, vocals were. And it's, it's just very, very reminiscent of something a little bit earlier in new metal than, than most other um, new metal acts that I could think of. So it's, it's, it's not so much... It's so weird because it, it doesn't feel so modern in a way. Right. Yeah. It does feel, it does feel like everything about it stylistically, production wise, vocals and everything like that is very, very reminiscent of that like era of, of music where it was like, it was still kind of like there was alt rock music, right? It was new metal. wasn't really a new metal theme. It was yeah. like, Old rock, but becoming harder and heavier and all that stuff, a little bit darker and all that shit. And these guys were kind of like in that. These guys would have been, it is like a, a a place out of time there that they would have just been able to. You could cut copy and cut and paste them in the in that era, and they would just fit. It would just sounded just like anything else we've heard on some you know public access TV music video block or whatever. You have heard mm -hmm. them there. So yeah, it I I enjoy it though at the same time it doesn't quite 
stand out in modern times. I guess that's kind of the problem. I don't know what else that we could listen to from them that would be like, okay, maybe this is something where it's a little bit more, yeah, this is more modern style, whatever. That song was just very, very, in a good way, nostalgic throwback type of sound. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely one of those to where if if you just, you're like, hey, I want something that's brand new, but sounds like it's from the early version of, of new metal. Kind of like you're saying where, these alternative bands were getting heavier, but that the, the, the term new metal wasn't even technically coined yet. You know, like nobody knew, like, what is this? Because it was hilarious to see, like, when you look back when Korn came out, they're like, well, do they sound like this band? No. Do they sound like this band? Like, well, what the hell are they? Like, because that's the thing. It's just like there was this new sound that was kind of coming out where you you, it, you couldn't put it in any other bucket. And then that's how essentially, you know, new metal, that, that term came out and and uh, they, they kind of fell within that. So that's what I like about it. And you're right, though. It's just, it's very nostalgic. I mean, even with the music video, if you guys go onto YouTube and watch the music video, it's just, it's just the production quality of it and, and the way that they look, the lighting, uh, the, the way that they look in, in the music video, it just, it, it screams mid to late 90s. And I love that. Like, I, that's one thing I like about this song because it just, yeah, it's, it's got a total, total nostalgia feel. And um, I just, I, I love, like, we call it, I don't know what else you call it, like that. Like, we, like, when I'm playing in bands, we call it, like, the rape chord. You know, like, I'm just like, dude, it's rape chord city in the beginning and the end. Like, I love that. It's a, it's just, it's a signature new metal thing, man. Like, that, it's just, it's sick, dude. I, I love it. You can't have too much of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, a very go ahead. Dissonated, a very dissonated sound. Um, yeah, dissonant, yeah. That's pretty much what that is there. I don't know how else, else to explain it either. But yeah, yeah those little, I don't know. It's not really like a pinch harmonic per se. It's more just right. like a dissonated song. Um, yeah. And, and I, oh man, I love it. So like when, when I first heard this song and I heard that, I'm like, oh, like I already like this song. But in, in listening to other songs. So yes, he is a little bit more like, I guess, smooth boy or something. You know, he's, he's showing like, like just more on the, on the uh, melodic side. But there's other songs where it's, it's more of like kind of like the screaming and almost kind of sounding like new metal with a mix of hardcore. I would agree with that. It's got a bit more of that this is one of those few songs that they have to where he's singing more but yeah like it, it's good man like i love like the second part of the verse with that burn out it's just like that real groovy new metal kind of riff that you again you would hear in the mid to late 90s so i, I loved about that um yeah i love the build up to like the breakdown the breakdown is just like that old school where you see people just like kicking their legs up in the air in the mosh pit and shit um, it just, it takes me back, man. Like seriously, you can set these guys in a time machine, throw them back, have them on a show from 97, 98, and nobody would think that they're from 2023. You know, it's, that's what I think about with this song. Uh, very, I, I like it a lot. I think it's very cool. Um, they also do a cover of Prodigy's Breathe and it's really good. Um, so that's something I would recommend people checking out. I think you'll like it. And there's just some other songs. That's a tough one for me, dude, because that is one of my favorite Prodigy songs, period. I love that track. Like, I wanted to do my own cover of that song and everything like that, but it's yeah. such a big deal. It's such a big song, so it's, it's kind of difficult to, to, to make some. You're going to have to really stand out or whatever to do another cover of that, but that is one of my favorite Prodigy songs, period. I, I love that fucking song, so I, it, I'll, I'll it's look a it song up. And, that, yeah. I was going to say, like, like, maybe if it's good, it's, it's good. Hopefully. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, now, if, if you're a huge fan of the original version, it may be hard to kind of win you over. I'm not saying that the cover is, you know, 
better because yeah like the original versions it's a great song it's it's more like those hard-hitting like industrial songs to where it just feels metal and and like the music video and the sound of it it's aggressive you know it's like yeah dude totally could be you know uh beefed up a little bit and, and put it like in a in a new metal vibe um i think me personally even with liking the original song i think they did a great job doing the cover i i really enjoyed it so it may be harder for you to be convinced, but um, at least you got to check it out. Check out their other music. Um, they've had other releases um, since this album released. They had a few singles, I think. And um, it's a little bit more of like a heavier on the vocal side, like more uh, ag aggressive vocals. But this is just one of the ones where it kind of had like that haunting, moody kind of singing on here, which uh, I, I liked. But yeah, man, uh, Purity from Vegas. Check them out. Um, they're also on, you know, all the, the major platforms, but, uh, that's another one for everybody to go ahead and check out a newer band with kind of, they got that flavor, man. They got that old school, um, kind of vibe to them, which that kind of drew me in and I wanted to kind of share on this podcast today. So. Okay. Doke. Oh shit. Um, real quick. I gotta go. With it. Hold on. My girlfriend's calling for some reason. Hold on real quick. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. I forgot to tell my girlfriend, uh, that I put the batteries back in the smart lock, even though it's not working properly. At least you can get in ah. for now because this the smart lock we got right now it worked it worked fine until all of a sudden this week it just starts unlocking by itself all the time and beeping and it's like okay we can't really have a door that just unlocks itself all the time so i've had to put right. batteries yeah, no out kidding. and um we have keys but only i have a copy she gave the other copy to her brother and i'm just like okay so i guess i which is fine just then like I was locked up because she took my truck and I thought she took my keys with that key on it. And I accidentally mm -hmm. locked myself out and I was waiting for Shit, her, man. but it's like, Oh <laughs> no, I grabbed the other set of cart of truck keys that does not have that key on it. And I'm just like, Oh, you're yeah. fucking kidding me. So we had to wait oh. for her brother to come over with the fucking key. It was just, yeah, it was <laughs> anyways. Um, Oh geez. Oh, um, yeah. Back to talking about, uh, we didn't have much we didn't have much more to say about that did we uh no no man i just like i said i i thought it was a good song just wanted to share um i i thought the nostalgia piece you would have you would have dug so um yeah i just thought it'd be just another up-and-coming band to to share on this here pod so uh, but yeah that's that's all i got on that that's all i got for today i, I think we've had some some interesting tunes to go over it's it's been fun yeah and uh yeah you've uh been able to do double duty today with Roach Kovic and uh, recording this episode. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that too. I really want to hear, but then uh, maybe, like I said, after uh, you get to hear, get, get to talk a little, discuss a little bit more uh, if you'd like. And uh, well, I think that wraps it up for today. Hey, Yes, sir. Yeah, it does. Um, we're going to have some new episodes coming up here soon. Uh, might be a little bit slower. That's mostly on my part. Uh, I got to, just a lot of stuff going on this uh, this summer. Um, yeah, it's all right because uh, we we kind of had to experience this last year too. Your summer was pretty kind of busy here last year, so hopefully people understand it's it's life. You know, it's very difficult for us to really kind of fit this in and then get the time to take care of everything else with it. So, but we'll we'll get we'll get some more stuff going. We'll get some more, and then uh, I'm uh, been working on trying to get on uh, guesting on some other podcasts as well. Yeah, when we get a chance and everything like that. So, which I will have to discuss with you real quick before we're, before we're done. Sure thing. Yep. Well, I guess that's about wraps it up. Uh, so yeah, 
Breathing the Life podcast. You can find us on, you know, Facebook and uh, Instagram slash threads. Since we're, we're on threads now, especially because with threads, we can actually be breathing new life versus uh, on Twitter. Somebody else had that handle. Oh, and, there you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, the thing is like threads is pretty much just Instagram with words. Really was what it is. It's like a word mm. folk. It's, it's kind of funny because there's so much controversy now because Zuckerberg actually hired people that used to work at Twitter to make threads and threads look so yeah, much I like Twitter about that, that. Elon, Elon Musk wants to like sue Meta for um, making threads now because it looks so much it's like, what, what do you expect, dude? Like, really? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty basic concept either way. So, but we'll see. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Really, it, you'd have to prove that the code that is made to make threads is made was the same code as, as Twitter, and but there's there's ways around there's ways of proving that it isn't and all that stuff. So we'll have to see how that plans out and or plays out, I should say. And yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. They're going to be fighting either in the courtroom or in a cage match. I'd I'd rather see the cage match personally. They can fight over it in yeah. a cage match, but. We all that, know that would be the, a blast Zuckerberg, to watch. <laughs> the Zuckerberg and Elon Musk cage match. Yeah. And, oh man, I'll pay pay per view on that. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, of course. When like like I just said, Facebook, Instagram, now on Threads, uh, breathing new life at gmail dot com. I have not given up on the website. I just haven't gone back to it yet. <laughs> um, well, when I make a little bit more time, I want to do that, but. Yeah, just and uh, spread the word about us anywhere you can find uh, a podcast is where you can find us. Uh, big one is Spotify and obviously Apple. Rate and review us if, if you could. That'd be great. And give us some feedback. We always appreciate it. Anything, any, you know, and don't be afraid to give us some topic suggestions because sometimes we're like, oh, what do we want to talk about? And right. It's just just going off of what we want to talk about is one thing. And we don't have really gotten too many complaints about it or anything like that. Just want to know what other people want to hear about and maybe we can, you know, do some research and trivia on it and whatnot. That that'd be great. Uh that's about it for now. Yeah. I I'd say we're I think we're all set, man. Uh how about we just go ahead and sign ourselves out and we'll call it good. Okay. So uh signing off for bringing new life. Uh I'm Tom. I'm Jeremy. And just remember to <laughs> keep Oh great, you're kind of breaking up a little bit there. All right. So yeah, we heard we heard we heard us both say keep. Okay. Now now right. let's go into the next part. It... It... <laughs> All right, okay, this is good. That's the best one we've done. Yes, I think so. That's the best one. Yes. I got a little bit cues here, and I could kind of hear, especially when you were inhaling like that. I could like, okay, wait, that's when I need to start working on (laughs) on, on exhaling the new. I don't know. There we go. All right. Y'all take care. We'll see you guys next time. Yep. Peace.